0: Hello and welcome back past, present, and future oxies. This is April with the Ox Life by NailCap podcast, back with another episode. Today we are going to talk more about holidays, but specifically holidays in Spain, with our special guest Natalia. Hi everyone. Okay, Natalia, for those who didn't hear our last episode, where are you based? So, I am teaching at a school in Moyeto Valles, but I live in Barcelona. Amazing. So, we can learn about some Catalonian festivals, holidays, yes. and traditions. So, when I first came to Spain, I was so enamored by Barcelona in fact I really wanted to live in Barcelona but I'm in Madrid now and I'm very happy in Madrid that being said I went on like three walking tours which basically told me the same thing so I kind of like memorized. like I think I could give a walking tour of Barcelona um but they have a little figurine that poops can you tell us about that tell us about the
1: pooper So the pooper, I know exactly what you're talking about. The Kaganer is the basically this figure that is literally pooping. And during the holidays season, I mean, they have it all year round, but especially during the holidays, they had it everywhere. I saw it. Every store, literally everywhere. And um, in the whole month of December, there's this cute little, holiday Christmas market right in front of the Cathedral of Barcelona, where I kid you not, there are about eight stands dedicated specifically to the Caganaire. And you will see all these little figurines pooping. But, you know, not just the traditional one, you can have any character. So we saw like a Spider-Man pooping or
0: any character you could imagine, they had it.
1: I it saw amazing.
0: I saw them and I think that's so hilarious. Cause do they, they put these little figurines in their Belen, right? I'm actually not too
1: sure. Um, I don't know like the history behind the Kagonair, to be honest with you. I was just it was kind of a shock to even see it at first. I was like,
0: what is this? But yeah. I think I'm not sh- I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think they put it in the belen. For those listening that don't know what it, a belen is, it is like the nativity scene and it's very typical in Spain to see like pe- in their people's houses but even in the main square like a nativity scene, but like usually the belens in people's houses, they like decorate them like one of um my friends, like one of my students, they showed me their um, Belen, and they have, like, little Star Wars figurines. They have, like, Legos everywhere, (laughs) and my boyfriend's sister's boyfriend, he, like, decked out their whole Belen with, like, Game of Thrones characters, Star Wars, like, little, little figurines, and then, like, in the corner is, like, baby Jesus Mary, and just, (laughs) but then, like, in this, like, in this, like, galaxy yeah Lego, it's a bit out of, of legos. place mm-hmm. and I
1: do heard they have,
0: ha- yes do they have the Caganera in Madrid or is that no this? that's definitely a Catalonian thing oh I like thought it was all over Spain no no it's like a, wow. it's a Catalonia thing and I think it's like iconic I yeah. love did you have it in your school
1: We didn't have the Caganer, but we had the Cagatillo.
0: Tell us about the Cagatillo, because I think this is the most amazing, hilarious, and (laughs) interesting tradition.
1: Yeah, so basically, I'm just going to reiterate what my students told me about the Cagatillo, because obviously, I've never heard of it before coming here to Barcelona, but the Cagatillo is this wooden creature that has a face on it it's it's like a log with a face Mm -hmm. and basically my students told me that they cover it with a blanket um for a majority of the time I think Mm -hmm. and then they hit it with sticks and they like recite some sort of chant or that they grew up learning and the cagatillo is supposed to poop presents for them basically Um, So that was really cool to hear about. And yeah, it was all over the city. Same thing with that market that I was telling you about earlier. They had so many stands just dedicated to the Cagatillo, big
0: and small. You could find these cute little ones or like huge, massive Cagatillos. Actually, one of my very first friends in Spain was Catalan, and they taught me so much about and they told me about the cagatillo and it the way they described it was hilarious because they said that like they you have to like hit the log with the stick until it poops and then but like can you imagine the parents because the parents have to put the gifts under (laughs) under the blanket without the kids knowing so they told me that their parents were like oh, go show your grandparents your gifts. And like, as the grandparents are distracting the children, the parents are like frantically putting new gifts under the cagatillo. And I thought I was like, can you like the stress of a parent to have to do that and keep this magic alive?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's so funny. Um, Something that I thought was interesting was, you know how back in the, you know, in the States and Canada, I think they do this too, where you go, to the mall and, like, sit on Santa Claus's lap and ask for presents, they had something similar, but instead of Santa, they had this huge cagatillo right in front of the Cathedral of Barcelona, and, like, kids had to line up to get their turn with the stick and, like, to, like, hit the, the big cagatillo with the stick and chant. And they had like 10 minutes with it. And then, you know, the next wave of kids would come in. So I thought that was cool. because That's we so do that funny.
0: With Santa. We do do that yeah. with Santa. And it's like a huge thing. Um, but I, I literally like the. I think I had another. I went to visit Barcelona. And then my other friend was telling I was asking her about the Cagatio. And she was telling me how like in her family, they told them, like, oh, we have to leave the room so that the caga can do his business with some privacy. And then my, no my, way. O- my other friend, whose parents were, like, literally, like, stressing themselves out, <laughs> putting the presents, was like, oh, my God, why didn't they think of that? <laughs> like, that's just so <laughs> much more. They're like, that's so polite. Leave him to do his business in privacy. <laughs> and <laughs> the parents Aww. are there putting the, the gifts. Have you heard of or been to any other festivals or holidays around Spain? Yes. So actually the first,
1: literally the first week that I arrived in Barcelona, I stumbled upon the Merced Festival in Barcelona. I had no idea it was even going on and I just got out of the metro and walked into the festival, this huge festival that goes on for a few days, I believe. and it's um specific to i think barcelona it could be catalunya all over but basically what i saw in this festival was these huge um puppets type of type of thing oh, dancing around it yeah but, but they were really big um and like people were underneath them kind of making them move um dancing through the streets was really cool Another cool thing I saw was um these kids and adults of all ages were going through the streets with these sparkler type things mm-hmm. and there were dragons and they were shooting off fireworks and sparklers and it was just so beautiful. Um it reminded me a little bit of the 4th of July but this one was like more breathtaking in my opinion. And then the last thing I saw that was really really cool was I'm blanking on the name where they um they climb the human towers the castellers right yes
0: the human are
1: wild amazing they're crazy and I remember growing up in my Spanish classes learning about this actually and never did I think I would actually come see it in person so I was in awe because I've heard about this my whole life and here I am watching it there are these little kids climbing up to the top No fear. No fear. No fear. It was just <laughs> insane to watch
0: them and then watch them get off so gracefully. It was It was amazing. Honestly, like, I, it's a skill. And I, I, like, I've never seen the Mersey Festival, but I have always, like, I've kind of, like, seen, like, videos of it and my friends, like, describe it to me. And I just kind of can't imagine being a young kid just climbing. Yeah. But it not, was insane. <laughs> It's amazing um, that like those puppets that you mentioned, obviously not the same. Remind me of Las Fallas in Valencia. Have you heard of this? They haven't I been able. We haven't. They haven't been able to do it for a while um, because of COVID obviously, um, but Las Fallas is Las Fallas. They are like, they're not puppets. Cause I don't think there's people inside, but they're like these giant dolls or giant tall things, humans. I I think we're thinking about the same thing here. Yeah. And then they spend like all year to build this fire and then, um, they do a little parade and then they burn it. What? (laughs) Yes. And then they just burn it. Honestly, that sounds really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's a really big thing in Valencia. I haven't gone. I've always wanted to go. Um, but I thought that was just like, You spend all year to build this, yeah, like statue or float or giant puppet with no one inside, and (laughs) then they burn it.
1: Yeah, that seems so cool. Valencia is definitely on my list. Um,
0: are there any holidays specific to Madrid? Yes, there's one called San Isidro, and I think it's on the 15th of May, I believe. Um, and it's basically like, it's, a, it's like uh, Madrid city. And then people wear the, I think they call it the chulapas. And they have like this, um, people from Madrid, they have like a specific outfit. Like the men wear this kind of like paper boy, newsboy hat, a gray vest. The women wear like a shawl. And then there's like a, a specific outfit, but it's really fun. My, um, my boyfriend's birthday is on the 14th of May. So he always celebrates it with the San Isidro like festival, cause like, it's, like the night of, and I believe yeah. like there's a park, San Isidro park in Madrid across the river. And there they have like concerts and people like, they have like stands, like a little fair, and it's really fun. Um, one holiday that is so big here, that I like, and like in the US we have Halloween. And here, I believe, like, isn't it strange? Like, the students here see Halloween as only scary things, only ghosts, right. only gore. Whereas in North America, we're like, we can dress up as whatever we want a princess, a fairy, like anything, a superhero. But here, what is closer to what Halloween is, well, minus the trick or treat, but dressing up wise, is Carnival. And Carnival's coming up, I believe. Um, Yeah, I think end of February is mm -hmm. Carnival, right? Yeah. Yes. Have you – this is your first year, so you haven't celebrated Carnival yet. I have not, but
1: um, when I was teaching my students about Thanksgiving, they were teaching me about Carnival because they noticed some parallels, and they. I'm really excited to be here and see it finally because it seems really cool.
0: In one of my old schools, it was like – their favorite day, literally, like each class had to come up with um, some costumes, and they would do it with the tutor. And like I remember this one class, all of them just dressed up as stormtroopers. Like they made their costumes, what? and they all dressed up as stormtroopers. Another one was like um, one of the older kids, the bachillerato class. They all dressed up as like the greatest showmen. Like, every That's single so yeah. sweet. And, like, they do, like, these really crazy things. And I remember, like, there's this one student. He was in bachillerato, And he was just, like, it was, like, his moment. He was the DJ. He was just throwing bangers. <laughs> and, that sounds so fun. And it was <laughs> so fun. Um, I remember. And then the last carnival before COVID that uh, we celebrated at the school, that song, Tusa, was really popular oh yeah and i remember it's so funny because everybody started screaming the lyrics and then like the Nicki minaj rap comes and then silence like, nobody, <laughs> nobody knew nobody knew the words they were like nope <laughs> I was like, um but during this carnival actually sidebar one of the teachers at the school that i collaborated with the most her name was sylvia she loved singing, she loved performing and so do I. And so she came up to me, she's like, April, I have this crazy idea. She's like, why don't we perform something for Carnival? And then this was the year that A Star Was Born came out and she's like, I'll be Jackson and you be Ally." And I was like, so I'm Lady Gaga, she's Bradley Cooper. She comes to school with like a beard and a guitar. And then we sing shallow in front of the whole school. <laughs> oh my gosh (laughs) yeah and everybody was like whoa and someone took a video but because of this video um someone reached out to sylvia and was like i love this video can you and this girl come and sing at the prado museum what (laughs) yes (laughs) so like yeah so Because Sylvia posted it on her Facebook and someone messaged her like, "Um, I would love you guys to come and sing at the Prado Museum because Sylvia's colleague um, was putting up a feminist art exhibition in the Prado Museum. so So they wanted us to go and sing this feminine hymn and we sang like a duet and I was like, what? How many people can say that they sang at the Prado yeah. Museum, and all that because- is such an amazing opportunity. Yes, and all because of Carnival, literally, all because of Carnival, all because of Carnival. <laughs> we lo- we stand Carnival here. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to like finally experience it in person. I hope that I hope that it's I hope that it's good because you know with this whole COVID thing, like I felt like. You can't feel the, the excitement of Carnival. It's not the same.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know if you went to the Three Kings Day parade in Madrid.
0: I was in, I was in Canada. Oh, for, okay. For over so, Christmas.
1: I did get to experience a parade here, kind of similar to one back in the States, um, for the Three Kings Day. And even though there was COVID, it was still really lively. Tons of people. And the parade floats were really cool,
0: too. So. I heard that places to celebrate carnival. I heard that everybody says like you got to go to Galicia. It's like Galicia is crazy. And then I also heard that Galicia also goes a little crazy for carnival too mm. and the Canary Islands. So, if you want to celebrate carnival, of course, everywhere is going to be great, but I have heard great reviews from these three places. So, other interesting festivals and holidays in Spain? Because there are so many. We know there are so many. So many. (laughs) Have you heard of the tomato one, Tomatino?
1: I have. That's another holiday that I grew up learning about. Um, Have you ever wanted to go? I think it would be cool to go, but I'm not sure how I feel about just tomatoes
0: everywhere, flying everywhere. Um, How about you? I have always wanted to go. I've always Before coming to and I was like, this is the coolest festival ever. I want to go. And then my cousin um, went with his mom (laughs) and he told me, he was like, it was so fun. It was so great. And he was like, but it was a little gross being covered. (laughs) Like the floor is wet. Everybody is wet. Everybody is soaked in tomatoes. And I was like, did I fantasize (laughs) it in my head?
1: You definitely romanticized it a bit.
0: Yeah. Because in my head, I was like, oh my God, tomatoes. And then I, now thinking about it, I was like, hmm, being covered in tomatoes around so many people covered in tomatoes. I think I, I definitely want
1: to go experience it at least once because it seems like such a unique mm-hmm. festival, holiday type thing. But yeah, for sure. I, I understand what you're saying.
0: I think it's because my cousin, he's, uh, he literally went like – right in the middle like you know he went he went full full on into like what's the idiom into the dragon's den into the something's mouth i don't know but you know what i mean yeah. he went like right yeah. in there <laughs> <laughs> um and we also like other um festivals that i've heard of in spain that unfortunately i still haven't been able to experience was the running with the bulls which was made famous by what's it, hemingway Yes. It was made yes. famous by Hemingway and a lot of people go there. But because of the ethical backlash of the Running with the Bulls festival, um I saw that there's this one called Bolon Ciero in the in the like mountains of Madrid where they just like roll a ball and it 's like running with the bulls, but you 're running you 're running away from this giant <laughs> ball that's that 's rolling down through the streets that
1: is amazing I, yeah, I heard about the backlash to the running with the bulls, so
0: that 's really cool, that they found a alternative to keep the tradition alive <laughs> um, <laughs> but like these are like just some things that like you have to tr- at least like experience when you 're here in Spain any other holidays that you've heard of that your students told you about? I mean, there was San Jordi when we were yes. learning about San Valentine's Jordi. Day. There's also one that I heard called San Juan, because um, I spent a summer in Alicante, and I'm not sure if this is specifically for Alicante. I think it might be all of Valencia, and it's kind of like bonfires on the beach. Yeah, I've in, heard about those. In June, it's, I think it, it's the end of June, June 23rd or something. And then the whole beach is just like party and bonfires, which is wild. Sounds like a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> also, there is one in the South. So there's a couple of festivals in the South. Obviously, the Feria de Sofia is huge. I believe it's in April. What's that one? Um, It's just like, it's there it's their festival like this it's like you know like the festival of sevilla but it's like really huge full of flamenco and i believe like you have these like casitas and like you can and they wear like they wear like the cute outfits oh yeah and it's like it's like a it's like a really big one i know that like when people talk about like festivals they talk about fayas they talk about the feria of sevilla but there's one also in um in Andalusia, near Cadiz, that is called Feria de Caballos in Jerez. So it's like a with horses. Did you know that the Andalusian horses are like super famous? No, I, I didn't. I didn't either. And apparently, they're like it's like a specific type of horse, and it's really they're like really prestigious and and like famously known for their horses. And I actually visited Jerez <laughs> with. Um, My cousin, I spoke about this in another podcast because my last name is Jereza. I noticed that. Yeah. So we were like, this is our town. This is our city. Like we were walking around like we own this place. (laughs) And we went there and like I was like, you know, looking at blogs, like what to do in Jerez. And they always talk about the sherry, you know, the Jerez wine. So we did one of those wine tours. And then another one was like, you have to visit the Equestrian Ballet. So what? Think about it and tell me what do you imagine when you hear the words equestrian ballet? To be honest, I'm trying to picture it in my head. <laughs>
1: like are horses like dancing?
0: Yes. Oh. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I wish I had a video. They wouldn't let us film off for like obvious reasons. But like I was like equestrian ballet. I thought I was like, okay, maybe like people are dancing around the horses. No the horses were dancing, they were jumping, they were like doing like, they were doing like pike jumps, they were like, they were like, they're like, they like galloping, but like, you know, like how jazz dancers gallop? Yeah. Like, literally, like, I can't, they can't see me, but like, they were like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and I That's was That's like, amazing. I was there, we're like, okay, let's go watch this equestrian ballet, not knowing what to expect. And then we watched and I was like, the horses are dancing. <laughs> wild, I was like, "That is wild." So I was just like, so blown up, I was like, "Very interesting." Um, of course, all around Spain, every region, north, south, east, west, islands have their own special holidays and festivals. And what I've learned from having a Spanish boyfriend is that, like, there's always these things called fiestas del pueblo. Have you heard of these?
1: I, I actually haven't. Can no. Can you explain a little bit? No.
0: So it's just like, you know how like Madrid has San Isidro. So like normally during the summer, he told me that a lot of the little pueblos outside of the big cities have their the like festival of their town.
1: Actually, now that you mention it, one of my colleagues who she's amazing. I collaborate with her pretty much every week, was telling me that her Pueblo had a medieval type of festival, yes. so there were all these stands with, like, crystals, and then they were making homemade bread right
0: in front of her, she said, and it sounded amazing, so I think maybe that's what you're talking about? Similar, but um, there's a place near Madrid called Alcalá de Henares, and I think in the beginning, end of September, October, they also have this huge medieval festival, but I'm talking yeah. more of, like, the tiny pueblos like in they call it España vacía like empty Spain like where all of the people oh. live in the cities. so in the summer my boyfriend said people would go back to the their family's pueblo and then they would like celebrate in the fiesta del pueblo and he told me like April if there's something you have to learn you have to learn about the berbena culture and the orchestras which is like okay so I remember I was doing this um intensive musical theater workshop here in Madrid. And one of the other girls, one of my other classmates in this workshop, she was telling us that she was an orchestra singer. So in my mind, I was like, wow, does she sing opera? Like orchestra, I thought like an orchestra. Not an orchestra. It's not an orchestra. Oh, I Like they explained that orchestra is kind of like a specific band that plays in these fiestas del pueblo. And then they explained to me that like they – (laughs) they literally start the night with old songs like old spanish songs for the oldies and then the middle of the night some rock some like things for like the parents and then the last then they start like going ham and doing like party songs and it's like this whole thing and my my boyfriend gave me a playlist and he was like here is the songs you need to learn for the Or the orchestras that they play, so that you can like be part of it because everybody knows the songs. And I thought it was so interesting because like I'm here thinking, yeah. girls, an opera singer, and like. <laughs> Side note: That's really cool that you did
1: a, an in a musical theater intensive. You said
0: yes, I did an intensive was it, musical theater and modern song, canto moderno, like workshop. Was it all in Spanish? Yeah, it was all in Spanish. <laughs> but, oh boy! My, no, but you're gonna die because. <laughs> So, like in one of the activities, we had to improv. Improv <laughs> is hard enough. I was like, I'm going to improv in Spanish. And it was kind of like the activity was I actually did this in one of my classes because I thought the activity was really interesting. So, I did this in one of my um ESO classes that you have a pair of people, one person is sitting down and the other one is standing up. And you have they the person who is standing has to try to convince the person sitting that they have to stand up and the person sitting has to convince the person standing that they can't. So like, I was really stressed. Cause I'm like here, I'm like, I'm going to improvise in Spanish. So I'm sitting, I'm the one sitting on the chair. So, <laughs> this poor girl, by the way, she's so much younger than me. She's 15. Oh, wow. <laughs> she, and I, and she was like the only one in the class that actually didn't know English. <laughs> of course <laughs> like all of the other all of the other like students knew a little bit of English but this one no and she was talking to me she was trying to convince me in Spanish to get out, out of my seat and all I could do was like lo siento no hablo espanol <laughs>
1: literally that's how I talk <laughs>
0: <laughs> And then this foreign girl it's like talking to me. I'm just talking to her back in English because I was so stressed to have to improvise in Spanish. Oh but then my like gosh. but then our teacher was dying laughing because she was <laughs> like, Okay, good thinking, April. You know your strengths <laughs> and you know your weaknesses. <laughs> you play <for> Your strength.
1: <laughs> oh wow.
0: I literally it was it was absolutely okay. First of all, I'm like she's 15 and I'm like so old <laughs> compared to her. <laughs> And the fact that she didn't know English too—I know—and then like the other students had to like help her.
1: I mean, that's a great way to learn Spanish: is taking a class like yeah. that.
0: I honestly, I learned so much Spanish in that class. I feel like going to the pueblos and living in a—or well, I've never lived in a pueblo, but like I spent like the whole August in my boyfriend's pueblo where nobody really spoke English. Like Mm. maybe two people in the whole Pueblo spoke English and doing this entire workshop in Spanish. I, although maybe I don't speak Spanish, like perfectly with perfect grammar, but like, I felt like a click in my brain that, okay, I understand you. Maybe I will take a couple seconds to respond. Maybe I'll respond in Spanglish, but I understand you. Yeah. How has your Spanish learning Like,
1: not the best. I don't know if you, if it's similar in Madrid or if you feel like this, but in Barcelona, a lot of people speak English. So I will initiate the conversation in Spanish and then they'll hear my accent and then
0: they'll just switch to English. That's what happens in language exchanges all the time.
1: Yeah. I'm, I wanted to go to one, but I heard that you really don't improve. (laughs) No, because
0: everybody wants to speak English, so you're going to try to speak Spanish, and then they're going to be, like, speaking to you in English, and then you just, like, give up. Yeah, so it's been a bit of a struggle, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. How are you with
1: Catalan? Oh, even worse, even worse. (laughs) That's another thing that is interesting in Barcelona is that it's a mix of Spanish and then Catalan and then English. So it's just all these different languages at once. But I actually did take a dance class in Spanish only. Very nice. And that, I, I, if I continue with that, I will
0: learn Spanish, I think. Like I yeah. took, like, yoga or something or Pilates. And, like, the first thing I learned was, like, coge aire. Coge <laughs> aire. I was like, got it.
1: Yeah, respira.
0: <laughs> or, or, no, she didn't say respira. She said suelta swift mm. and I was like why is it but <laughs> I was like okay that's that's why yeah
1: I'm- I took a yoga class too in Spanish and that was a mistake because I'm not the best at yoga so then
0: having to follow along in Spanish I was like so lost but I get so it's like a good way I get like social anxiety because I used to do this like body pump class and like I am not fit at all. And then like <laughs> the Spanish instructor like comes up to me and I'm sure he's trying to like cheer me on, but he's like screaming at me in Spanish. And I was like, I'm going to cry. <laughs> like, I, can't, oh, I, can't, no. I was like, I can't even carry this weight. I'm going to cry.
1: So wait, did you know Spanish before coming here? No, I thought I
0: did. I <laughs> <laughs> thought I did. I took like university Spanish, like one, but only half. <laughs> so, Yeah, I think that's me too. I thought I knew it because I took a college course, but. I listened to a few podcasts um, that helped me learn Spanish, like Coffee Break Spanish, and that really helped me a lot. And then I started, once I started to be more familiar with the grammar, I started to listen to a podcast called Español Automático because they speak only in Spanish, but they speak quite slowly and clearly. So I was able to understand more. But now I just kind of like listen to the students because when you hear the students speaking, you learn so much. You learn, you learn, you know, one of the first words that I learned, um, was derape because like, um, they wanted to know how to say skirt or like (laughs) swerve. (laughs) And I was, they're like, teacher, what's skirt? And I was like, oh, it's like when you swerve. And then they're like, "What swerve? So, like, we're, like, searching what is swerve. And they're like, ah, derape." <laughs> <And I> was...
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, uh, learning the slang is funny.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, like, my boyfriend told me, like, if you want to speak, like, a madrileno, you have to learn these words. He said, he was like, buatronco en verdad mentará." No, no, I said this wrong. Buá tronco en verdad renta mazo que flipas. And I say that and I'm like, he's like, just know those words and that's it. That's all you <laughs> need to know. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Wait, what does that mean? Buá, um, well, well, is well. Um, Tronco is kind of like dude. Buá uh, tronco en verdad means like in truth. In reality, yeah. Like, renta mazo means like it's really worth it. Mazo is a lot. Renta means if something is renta rentable, it means it's like worth it. Um, que flipas that you're gonna freak out. Wow. So, yeah. Learning like, something new. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so we're going. As we know, there are so many different festivals and different holidays all around Spain. If you come to Spain, you will know, and you will also benefit from the puentes that we have. There's a lot of them, puentes are long weekends. I wish that I have been, like I was able to experience all of the festivals and all of the holidays around Spain, but alas, I haven't. And I'm, I also don't know all of the festivals in Spain. So if you do know any, leave them in the comments. Let us know if you want us to mention a festival. You have a story of a festival that you really enjoyed. So, wrapping up this episode of the Oxify Final Nalcap Podcast, I want to give a huge thank you to Natalia for taking time out of her day to come here and have a little chat. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more of our memories, experiences, and stories, make sure to follow and support the Oxify Final Nalcap Podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Nalcap Spain. And also, if you're interested in other educational programs of the Ministry of Education through the Spanish consulates in the US and Canada, make sure to follow at Spain office on Instagram. Thank you again for your time, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.